Hi and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today I'm joined by Audrey and B as we discuss Virgo and Libra seasons. Hi guys. 23. <laughs> Hi. True. Uh, yes, today is a funny little episode because we are combining both Virgo and Libra season and that is because we did record a Virgo season mm. uh, episode. However, in true Mercury retrograde fashion during Virgo season, which is a sign ruled by Mercury as well, it was not good. Like <laughs> the the content, great mm. as always. And we came together f- from, from, from afar. From yeah. afar, exactly. We oh, were yeah. all we were all. It was all digital. Uh, but the sound recording, it was like an alien. You know, it was like weird noises. Uh, bad quality us all like the kind you know like the echoes when mm. like all echoing in each other's mics horrible so it just it didn't work out and we we apologize especially for people with heavy virgo placements but i think you'll understand because we had to be a bit perfectionist about it it's like mm. the worst thing that could happen to a virgo that like their exactly. episode not only doesn't go out on time but just gets messed up gets messed up we, you didn't even get one you know during yeah, your exactly. season and I'm so sorry <laughs> we are so sorry but honestly we hope that you'll agree with us that it is quality yes over timeliness yeah mm-hmm. uh it, it was bad yeah so we are gonna smush it together with libra we do know libra loves to share <laughs> so we're just gonna let that happen together let the two marry we'll maybe first talk about virgo and then we'll go into libra season Virgo season's already happened, so maybe you can do a little reflection. And Libra season, we're already a little late for anyways, but we're fashionably late, as Libra mm-hmm. often can be. And yeah, we'll, we'll take a chill, because we are now out of Mercury retrograde, but we are entering eclipse season, so it's a bit, it's a bit much. Everywhere, ev- everything, everywhere, all at once, whatever, you know, the movie. Yeah, there's a lot of references that I'm trying to pick up on, a lot about Mercury, Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mercury has come up quite a lot in the last sentence. Yes. What rules Libra? Excuse me. Venus. Venus. Mercurial, yeah. Virgo. Was like there was like a Venus retrograde in Virgo or something? Oh yeah, recently. there was Venus retrograde at the same time as Mercury retrograde. We had so much going on. There was a lot of changing in like relationships, and after this, we're gonna actually be recording our eclipse season episode, yes. and we'll talk about the. Um, eclipse and one of them is going to be in libra the solar eclipse so there's a lot of kind of similar overlapping energies which creates a big kind of crescendo of of uh i guess specific things we're grappling with while all overlaying each other um but you guys look really serious and confused right now <laughs> but what um what do you guys know about virgo i know we did already go over i know this, we did a whole episode and i can't remember we did but i can't remember either no. so it's perfect what do you guys know about virgo virgo's all hot they're all hot yeah interesting mm-hmm. all, virgo's like a hot placement it's like like sun and virgo people yeah with their sons in virgo yeah it's the maiden placement <gasps> was this the episode where i was talking about the painting the last supper i think so oh and that con- oh, last yes. supper content oh my gosh that can't go oh my God. away that was and yeah you showed us the photo yeah yeah um well yeah Picture. that's that's where i start knowing about virgo mm-hmm. is 
Virgo's hot because it's the only woman in the zodiac <laughs> wheel, which is just hot. It's it's hot to be the only woman. I can't I'm remember sorry. where's Virgo in that picture. Virgo's right next to Jesus, uh-huh. which is funny because Mercury is the first planet that's as closest to the sun. Mm-hmm. Jesus being the sun, the sun. Uh-huh. Virgo being ruled by Mercury, who's right next to him. Nice. Mm. Um, just for context, this was something that I learned recently about the Last Supper by um, Leonardo da Vinci. Da Sorry. Vinci. Um, where um, all of the zodiac signs are placed in order that they essentially appear in. Um, so you start with Aries and then you go through and they're all in their little blocks of three. Um, and then they go in order until they get to the sun that is Jesus who sat in the middle. Um, and then, yeah, you can go through. You can see that most of the characters in the painting will have like an aspect of that sign. So the one that represents Libra, both arms are stretched out, sort of indicating there's this balance and duality and scales. Um, the one that is Cancer has a little sword Cute. or a little shank <laughs> of some crab, kind. A crab with a knife in it. Yeah, in his hand, like Cancer's, you know. Snappiness. Um, And then obviously, yeah, you have Virgo, um, the Virgin, Virgin Mary. um, What was the Gemini? It looked like it had two heads or something. Um, The Gemini one, I don't know if Gemini is is Judas in the Last Supper. I don't know which one is Judas. Um, I'm not sure which one. Mm. I can't remember. I had it on my notes, but I don't have my notes this time. Apologies to all the Virgos who will be very disappointed in that description because it was not quite perfect <laughs> but yeah I remember from the last episode we were talking mm. about like what the virgin is and like what it means to be um, a virgin and like thoughts that I've had about like virginity because like um, to be virgin means to be pure means to be like untouched by perfect perfect like virgin olive oil is the first press of the olives Mm. and um that's that that's the oil you get from it and um i was having a conversation with some friends about like you know this idea that like women ideally would be like you know or anyone would be virginal when you get like married or something like traditionally there's this term that you would be like untainted by Un, um, unbound to something else mm. and it made me wonder like if it's possible to like reclaim your virginity in some sense if being um, if you feel like you're unpure or you've been tampered with maybe that's an attachment or something and maybe if you unbind yourself of that attachment you become like virginal and pure again it's like you wouldn't want to go out with somebody who was bound to somebody else because they're not like pure Mm. but that doesn't mean that if they have ever been with someone before that they can't you know work their way through that attachment and unbind and release themselves from it and kind of be become sort of one with themselves again and in that sense pure and Mm. maybe even virginal I don't know but Mm. that was a thought that I had had mm. definitely since our last episode um, 
definitely heavy on the perfectionism. Yeah. Heavy on the kind of, that's why Virgo is associated with being a type A personality. Yeah. Um, Detail oriented, great at analysis, great at critique, great at judgment. Um, It's an earth sign that is also, because it's ruled by Mercury, associated with the mind. So it can definitely, Virgos in general, Virgo placements can be prone to overthinking, overanalyzing, critical thinking, really great great at that. They tend to be quite good like academically because our academic systems are catered towards those kinds of brains. Jody, what do you know about Virgos? I think your moon's in Virgo, which is your emotional emotional Mm. world is Virgo. I can't think of anything that I know. Nice, (laughs) that's all good. I always um, thought Jodie was a Virgo when we first met. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't get out of my house. Like, you sure you're not a Virgo? Yeah. <laughs> I always thought you were like a cancer. Mm. You know, obviously what we're talking is, about placements yeah. specifically. This episode is about the season, so it does affect us collectively in Virgo season. I don't know if you guys felt this like I did, but it definitely got me like organizing, thinking about my routines, thinking about work, thinking about what can I do to kind of make this more efficient? What are my duties? What are my, what's my routines, my plans, boundaries, habits, and how do I like adjust it so that it becomes more efficient? But we were retrograding. Mercury's retrograding in that, so as much as you want to do that, things kind of keep falling through. Cool. Like podcasts and recording. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Great effort, Mm. not amazing outcome. So it was kind of end of August to end of September. Exactly. So it's August 23rd to September 22nd Mm -hmm. were the Virgo season dates. Yeah. Yep. And it's interesting because it's an earth sign, but it's a mutable earth sign, you know. Mm -hmm. So like, what what can we think of that? What what would that what symbol would that be in life? Like, movable soil. Mm-hmm. you know like mud something that's malleable but still earth so movable soil yeah I like that because if something you, you can plant a seed in mm-hmm. exactly because and then you can virgo move it allows... if you don't like the way it looks in that corner exactly mm-hmm. because virgo if if the soil is movable then and aerated and gets enough nutrients yeah. then it allows for it to grow like plants to grow right so it's kind of it's connected to all things that can grow and expand but it doesn't have a general trajectory it just grows and expands in how whatever way it does but it's not like capricorn like with which is the cardinal earth sign that it's going to have a direction it goes Mm -hmm. it's it's more malleable than that Mm. did you guys um work hard and play hard during Virgo season or did you work hard or play hard yeah I think both I think I I felt during this season felt well it's from after having a break over summer and um, visiting family friends going on holidays I've come back feeling like right really sort of Mm. proactive right let's let's go motivated um, and um, like excited to work and do mm-hmm. things to do with work but also see friends do things so mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. like they've been very kind of energized nice mm. i like that mm. and i'm 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 really conscious i'm like mm, as it gets darker colder let's try and not lose this but also 
let's get everything done before I go yeah. into like depressions of winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because then I I saw as well. Um, I don't know if it it was real or if someone had made it up, but it was on Instagram. And it was um, someone had said that they in a, a woods trees kind of hibernate as it goes into winter and they um, stop producing a certain type of thing within them that allows them to hibernate and kind of quieten down Mm. and they gave some trees in the woods um, this chemical or whatever it is that keeps them um, in a kind of spring summer state Mm. and by the next year those trees had basically died off because they'd had to work at that rate throughout the whole year Mm. um and it was likening it to us and everything that you need that kind of quiet and slower down hibernation time for your bodies to rest and um to then come out of it in Mm -hmm. spring summer regenerate yeah so actually being conscious of those ebbs and flows of seasons um, how your body feels and really trying to lean into those periods and what is right for your body in those periods totally and it it makes so much sense because uh, for us at least where we live Virgo season marks that kind of transitional period from Mm. summer to autumn Mm. and uh, things are very much changing it's picking up the pace to go and slow down again isn't mm-hmm. it it's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden oh my god it's all changing and then it ooh, kind of plateaus and it kind of just gets cold and gray and <laughs> a bit stagnant yeah do you guys have any recommendations for uh crystals and i say this knowing full well that we are past virgo season so maybe not during virgo season but crystals to kind of access that Virgo energy, which is that kind of hardworking, insightful, uh, analytical, it can be quite practical, nurturing. Mm. I'm trying to think what we said. Um, bring people down to earth. Think green, about too much mind. Green moonstone, mm. um, otherwise known as Garnierite, is Ooh. a fantastic Virgo stone um it's like in keeping with like moonstones thing about cycles um but on a more like everyday you know how you kind of integrate those cycles into your like everyday earthbound green heart Mm. life Mm -hmm. which is a lot more virgo it's kind of like the everyday Mm -hmm. um, the everyday cycles but in that kind of um feminine Mm -hmm. less of the kind of like masculine 24 hour day Mm. um this is kind of like you know the big cosmic cycles how they work in your everyday Mm -hmm. um less about kind of fitting the cosmic cycles to yeah 24 hours in a day do you know what i mean exactly um or flower agate i don't know if i say flower agate every time or maybe that's what i said last time i can't remember but i just think think it might have been what you said last time i can't remember but i've definitely said flower agate on this Mm. before but I, mm-hmm. I also think that that's very um virgo it's very beautiful it's mm. very um womb like mm. um pragmatically it's really good at um connecting the root and the heart if they've become disconnected 
so if you struggle with like feeling a little bit out of your body um normally due to trauma it's like quite an ungrounded feeling mm. flower agate's really good at um bringing you back mm. to yourself like that mm. I have nothing so I'll go with bees <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe it's a good time to transition into Libra season mm. talk about that and then we can always circle back in the conclusion yeah. and kind of see what happens as they combine a bit yeah perfecto it's like cut like Ooh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Libra so Libra season that is September 22nd to October 23rd so we are well well in it Mm-hmm. and um, ooh yes like I always do what do you guys know about Libra season we like to test knowledge here we like to be like hmm mm. it's not really a test of knowledge just more mm. to see what, what's your encounters with Libra season Libra energy and what do you remember and then I can kind of fill in the blanks um, it's balanced it's fair it's probably a good time to sign contracts it can be is it you're looking you don't look like too sure. not. <laughs> it, it, can, it can be but because of what's going on uh right now with we're also smack in the middle of what's about to be eclipse season we just finished the mercury retrograde the venus retrograde entering eclipse season it's a bit of a and the full moon in aries just happened mm. bit of a tumultuous time um an astrologer that i love and i listen to her podcast like weekly is jessica lignado and she does a podcast called Ghost of a Podcast. I highly recommend it. And she does a weekly horoscope. And she was talking about, even this week specifically, how um, the there's definitely contradictions. There's a transit that's basically saying, do not sign contracts. And if you have to, don't listen to me. Read it three times yeah. through. Um, the, then there's another transit that contradicts that that says, this is a great time. <laughs> right? So it's kind of like, what do you do with that? Okay, mm. you have to kind of exercise caution in these scenarios. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I get yeah, I guess but good instincts. Yeah, I guess like without all the other stuff, mm-hmm. it technically in theory would be in a theory, good time. Yeah. Good time to yeah. Deal with legal matters. Enter into a dyad with somebody else Definitely. in one way or another to maybe have a conflict or Or something. a collaboration or, yeah, even. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um it's a good time to maybe um settle out some things that maybe if you know you haven't been telling the truth about mm. might be a good time to come clean and mm-hmm. be honest with so somebody true. that's a good one um great time to align yourself with your yeah e- align your actions with your ethics morals yeah that's mm-hmm. what i think mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. just looked at me like yeah <laughs> <laughs> did that spark anything <laughs> Or any 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 Libra things to add? Any more Libra things? Yeah, Libra rising. I am. And you are. <laughs> you are a Libra rising. Oh. I love it every time we say like something about Jodie's chart. She goes, no. "Oh, I am." <laughs> and like has to look. Nothing uh, um, stays in my brain. Like I have zero memory. That's okay. It's really annoying. I have, I have a really have weird thing about astrology where I like kind of memorize oh. everyone's charts mm. accidentally. That's so good. I used to. I used to have photographic memory and just know everything and just. Your storage is full. They just need to clear out. out with both <laughs> delete <kids>. some photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> need a lot of deleting. I'm. So I'm what I'm. Libra. To you. So the Libra ascendant, ascendant is. Um, no, rising is is the the line. Rising and the ascendant, same thing. 
Oh, rising ascendant, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly, which is the eastern horizon line. Mm-hmm. So it marks it and then trails out to show the rest of the house. So what would that system. kind of bring to me? Well, Libra rising, and there's lots of different theories about what your rising or ascendant says about you, but the kind of main mainstream ones is it's your facade, it's the way you initiate into the world. I was even saying this morning, it's almost the way you should wake up. And mm-hmm. it so in a Libra fashion would be give yourself enough time enough to balance yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to wake up and make sure the environment around you is harmonious, is peaceful. And then that's a good way to start your day. So it's on those little daily micro initiations, like new beginning vibes, but which is what is the ascendant. But it's also on how you enter any kind of newness uh meet someone new enter really anything and it's how you were like birthed into this world vibes Mm. (laughs) yeah that resonates i'm quite sort of i am quite balanced um but i also like balance so when i sort of create or the situations i find the ways to Mm -hmm. or try to find the way to keep the things balanced in the things around me so then i'm balanced yeah definitely it's often people with libra risings i've found from personal experience are people that um, really like to keep the social situation around them or their environment around them uh pleasant Mm -hmm. keep it relaxed pleasant peaceful pretty Mm -hmm. like let's not stir the pot here Mm -hmm. whereas you're gonna have people with scorpio risings aries risings leo right that are gonna come in and just kind of stir the pot cause a little chaos you're like let's all be nice you know? <laughs> keep it pleasant you guys um yeah that's what i noticed mm. good mediators mm-hmm. often you know people that kind of know what it's like to keep a balanced environment yeah. fairness pretty good at holding like fair boundaries what what's fair for everyone mm. um again it also just will depend on the rest of your chart too because you might have other things that contradict yeah that. i don't think you necessarily have a lot of contradictions to that but um some people will mm. they'll have other other points but it really is like like you guys both said there's an element of balance harmony there's a focus on harmonious environments during this time and also self-care definitely like libra is uh ruled by venus and so libra and taurus are both ruled by venus and venus of course is the kind of like there's a sensual aspect so it's like pleasing and pleasure pleasing the senses eating good foods wearing nice things feeling nice fabrics smelling nice things being in luxurious environments uh, and treating yourself luxuriously so it's a good time that we're upgrading Mm -hmm. the solstice space definitely Mm. everything and it's like it's this interesting thing because it's not about maximalism or minimalism it's about that balance of like what's just right what is just right to be aesthetically pleasing uh sensorially pleasing what what matches here what's in balance with what you need on the inside and the outside how can you like find that yes you guys have your moon and risings flipped so you Mm. have the uh virgo rising yeah and a libra moon and libra which is fun because this episode is virgo and libra yeah so it's like our episode we're both your... a bit like lost <laughs> yeah, yeah. <gasps> Which is I do I funny. feel like that well, I, actually my brain feels like after I had COVID but I, it said it wasn't COVID but it was definitely COVID exactly. and we remember we did that 
podcast and I felt like my brain just wasn't in my head. Yeah. I was like, what? And then understood what brain fog was. I was Where like, am I? I, was like, I, I know I've got something to say, but it's not coming. Yeah. Oh That's what it feels like now, but I haven't had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, um, there's a lot of energies going on right now in general too. I feel, like it's like, like, I feel like I should know more. I know there's something inside my brain somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it's in there. That information is there. <laughs> Important information about Virgo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we. I just said how it's Venusian, right? It's mm. ruled by Venus. So there's an element of self-care that we can focus on. It's a great time to focus on self-care, really. And like, even if you don't have the means to be, it, to kind of partake in luxurious self-care, find things that feel luxurious mm. um i was even thinking like you know taking a um a small facial towel and like heating it up putting warm water and essential oils and like mm. rubbing your face nice. with it like that feels luxurious but it's it doesn't cost much yeah you know? yeah i did that with my sister libra nice um recently and she loved it i was doing like pretend cranio i don't know i was just like trying it out the size i don't know what i was doing but i was like look i reckon i can give this a go yeah so i just like tried it but i rubbed essential oil on my hands nice. first and so i was like watching what natasha does and i nice. put it like over her nose and then i was just like intuitively mm-hmm. putting my hands on her where i felt like it needed to go mm. nothing more that was it mm. she loved it she specifically nice. loved the essential oils yeah. and she was like can you please do that again and she mm. like bought mm-hmm. like a little she oh. like presented me with the, the essential oils oh. that she that I had used she was like can you do it again and That's I was so like cute. so yes to essential oils and yeah. hot cloths anything yeah. that elevates the experience but yes. that doesn't cost that much yeah. you know put, get some eucalyptus put it in your shower yeah mm, definitely yeah and if essential oils are even too much take a lemon lemon zest yeah you know like there's ways to get creative where yeah. you can there's mint that grows everywhere, rosemary that grows everywhere. Yeah. Go steal some. Yeah, go, you know? yeah, yeah. go um, make it. Yeah, it's it's just elevating the experience. You know, picking picking out your favorite pajamas. You know, one night and bringing out the nice smelling things and yeah. Because there's lots of ways to do this. I guess I'm mentioning the the cost effective ones because we're in a cost of living crisis. Yeah, and it's not as easy to make. It, it almost can feel like I feel like luxurious experiences can feel really inaccessible like mm. oh I can't you know get a 150 pound massage right now so yeah. what am I going to do it's like there's ways that you can make it accessible for yourself yeah and um I like fuzzy socks I like mm-hmm. um uh like essential oils as well I like to have the crystals around me sometimes I do um I have a big rose quartz I got here and sometimes I put it just right on my chest and just lay down. Yeah. Oh. And I just let it just kind of like mm. sink into my chest. A um, daytime bath for me is like going to a spa. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really luxurious. And like, cause you're not, you're not supposed to be having a bath in the daytime. Like it's yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. so it feels yeah. special. Yeah. And it's yeah. like just anything that candles makes you too. feel good. Yeah. Something about candles just mm. feel really luxurious too. Yeah. Mm. I think it's super nice. Yeah. And I, I think that's such a wonderful thing to do for yourself to make yourself feel good and because it's interesting Libra is this um, ruled by the seventh house or rules the seventh house in it's it's related to the seventh house mm-hmm. and the seventh house is uh, the mirror of the first house the first house is about self right seventh house is about you in relation to others mm-hmm. so well first house ruled by Aries might be more about identity the 
like seventh house almost feels more of what it the experience of self the experience of self is in relation to others so these experiences like we're talking about like self-care experiences but also relational experiences and mostly one-to-one relational experiences or on small scale Mm because if you want to then go scale all the way up you go to like the 11th house and that's like community broader scale relational experiences seventh house you and another person Mm -hmm. so um in Libra season, especially with all these bigger transits going on, eclipses, yada yada, that also are in Libra, like solar eclipse in Libra, we are going to see relationships start and end. Mm-hmm. We're going like we're gonna see breakups, we're gonna see makeups, we're gonna see uh, shifts, big shifts and changes. We'll talk about that more in the eclipse season episode. But generally in Libra season, there will be a more focus on relationships. So it's kind of what people say, the start of cuffing season. You know? You know, cuffing. cuffing? <gasps> Have you not heard of cuffing season? No. Oh my God, stop. I love this. I lo- we, it's like its own little segment every time. It's like, give Jody a new weird word to learn. Um, B, would you like to explain cuffing season? How would you act out like being cuffed with your body? <laughs> like put your hands in front of you. Yeah. Mm. So if I were to cuff you, I'd be like your mind <laughs> um B just held uh, <laughs> B just held Jody's hands <laughs> so cuffing it's season is basically um when the season changes and it starts to get colder the idea that a lot of people start looking for like a longer term partnership mm. like relationship so people will out be looking for love rather than just like casual like experiences of the summer people are like no now it's time to settle down and so the kind of like, there will be a lot more people, especially probably people that are avoidant of relationships, more likely to want to be in one right now. Because it's like, oh, I feel a bit lonely. It's a bit cold. Yeah. It's a bit cold. I want someone to cuddle with. Like, mm, so you're cuffing season. someone to kind of like be in a relationship, in a relationship with, with yeah. them. Yeah. And then, you know, spring comes, summer. <laughs> you have last. no choice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's because that's the energy of it. Oh. It's like unstoppable. Yeah. Mm. If it lasts like when it gets hotter, then it probably is like, you know good true oh, yeah. stuff yeah but if it kind of fizzles out after a few months and when it starts getting hotter sunnier um then it was probably just a cuff it's probably just cuffing <laughs> yeah. season like it was just for the cuddles it was yeah. just because you know the the heating system's horrible yeah. in the uk and you're cold yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's cuffing season and it kind of does it matches libra season yeah. you yeah. know it's it's this kind of like one-to-ones you you in relation to the other new connections there's an opportunity socially for like collaborations it was just, just newness with... <laughs> it was just a cup that's so hard no hard feelings it was just a cup <laughs> honestly i'm gonna like it's gonna be really sad though like come springtime if all of a sudden breakups start happening and spring is also when eclipses are going to happen again so it's this really Mm -hmm. interesting like six month cycle that eclipses have uh where yeah if if it's dealing with relationships which it is this season we might see some new ones start and if they last through spring solid yeah they don't yeah it's just a cuff yeah yeah god bless all those connections eclipse questions but i'm like no save that Eclipse um, podcast. But what's interesting about Libra too is that it's a cardinal sign, cardinal air sign, which is the direct motion. Right? Yes. So the other cardinal signs are like Capricorn, which is the earth sign. Cancer. Cancer, the water sign. And then um, 
Aries? And, um, yes, Aries, fire sign, thank you. And so there is an element of, of direct movement in Libra. So as much as it's the scales, right? Sim- symbolized by the scales, it's kind of like okay I can see both sides but we there's action involved here we're gonna have to choose or we're gonna have to come to compromise we're gonna have to negotiate which is why like Gemini as the air sign gets a bit more of a reputation of not being able to make any decisions because um, really it's, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> it's mutable right Never. so energetically it's all over the place so it's kind of like uh, so there can be overwhelmed by too many things whereas mm. Libra has two things in its in its scales Mm. it's going this or that or how can we find a balance Hmm. yeah so there's a little bit more action um movement towards one specific goal libras might have a little bit more of like a eye on the prize direction vibe but oftentimes what's motivating them is harmony is peace yeah that's what the motivation is whereas with capricorns it's more of the physical material goals reputation success money that's the capricorn kind of goal libra goal is going to be um how can we make this more pleasant and peaceful find balance find harmony how can we also make it prettier yeah (laughs) how can we make it glittery and aries's goal is like Aries's goal is like action, fire, speed. Yeah. How can I get there the quickest? And then Cancer's goal is like home. Yeah. Well, Cancer's cozy, Cancer's goal can be prime. like how do we how do we support you the best? How yeah. how can we nurture this thing? Yeah. How can we actually help and make this thing grow and heal? Yeah. You know. So uh, those are really like simplified versions of cardinal signs. Yeah. You know that doesn't mean that if you're one of these things, that's your only goal. Um, but I think Libra's main kind of incentive is that they just want a peaceful they do place environment yes. peaceful relationships um, you know they can they can get driven by the aesthetics of things too fair enough but um, they also just want things to be civilized mm. <laughs> and chill which I kind of love you know um, this time of year is quite quite apt for that because you've had some of kind of the the fun and the busyness of summer and then um you've got coming up the kind of quieter winter time so it's almost like bringing it's that, that little bridge in between them that brings that little harmony between mm-hmm. those two extremes it's like true right we've come from that really busy fun stuff mm-hmm. of summer and we're going into this so let's just bring it a little bit yeah let's bring ourselves back into this kind of neutral place and then we can go into the yeah. summer yeah. or if you're in the southern hemisphere it's the opposite way around mm-hmm. but it's, it's time like to middle ground back into alignment mm. it reminds me of the meme of what is it um it's like it's a meme of like um sarah jessica parker i think um in like sex in the city or something looking all like stylish mm. and then the next photo is her in hocus pocus being a witch and it's like <laughs> the last day of libra season the first day of scorpio season <laughs> and it's being like when libra this like kind of like pleasant and chill and 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 stylish you know person mm. turns into this like you know hag <laughs> evil witch time to stir our cauldron you know um, so join us next month exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of there's something quite fun in that because Libra again keeps the peace mm. Scorpio 
they, it doesn't really care that much no. about the piece, does mm-hmm. it? It no. really actually mm-hmm. cares more about like the depth and yeah. the feels and the you know intuition, the psychicness, the sp- whatever. It's gonna be fun. It's spooky. Cool. Love Scorpio women. Yeah, sp- Scorpio is wild. Scorpio's like there's also a meme that says something like, "Why is Scorpio like a a water sign when clearly it's like if you turn on the tap, it's just fire comes out." Yeah. Um, because it's it's a lot it's a bit intense yeah when I had the Scorpio as a water sign I was like someone made a mistake yeah <laughs> it's very intense water so that's quite exciting to look forward to but that was Virgo season and Libra season we we went through both and we apologize again to the Virgos and we we're sorry to the Libras that you have to share. We know you're good at sharing, but you had to share this space with the Virgos. Yeah. The Virgo season. But there's two Virgo and Libra placements. Mm-hmm. Flipped. Present here. It's so true. Which is really nice, I think. Yeah. Which is very nice. Do we have any crystals for Libra? Libra season? Oof. I, I was going to say blue calcite for some reason. I, don't I know was going to say pink calcite. No way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I was like, pink calcite looks like Libra to me. I don't know why. But blue calcite would work too. It just feels um, it feels gentle, but it feels it feels balanced mm. to me for some reason. Mm. Um, what are you getting, B? I think I have to go for the humble pink tourmaline. Mm, um, love that. It is the October birthday, and so it is like slight cop out. It's not exactly like you know, ooh, you know, like a bit novel. But I think ooh, pink calcite's thing for uh, pink calcite, <laughs> pink tourmaline, pink tourmaline's thing for um, like pink tourmaline. In my mind, its main thing is forgiveness, and I mm. think Libras, from what I know can be really hard on themselves Mm -hmm. i think it's that constant duality and that constant wanting to be in alignment that can cause a lot of stress for libras yeah i think if libras are like not being honest as well they suffer the most if Mm. uh, you know you a libra who's holding a secret or something is you know a very that, that it's it causes like very deep pain mm. I think for them in a way that it doesn't for like other signs mm. like a Scorpio maybe you know they're yeah. fine with it but I think for a Libra it can really like pull them out of you know who they are mm. um, so I think pink tourmaline would help to soothe the you know just some of the, yeah. the, the, the you know the punitive ways that you can sort of talk to yourself and just you know be really harsh on yourself so that's why I would pick that one love that just seeing what we um, did when we did that thing alike um, it was the Libra bloodstone oh my favourite crystal and pink tourmaline is in Scorpio so weird and maybe I had that in my mind I was, when you yeah. said pink tourmaline I was kind of I was saying thinking Scorpio rather than Mm. But maybe that's because I remember this. What was it? But yes, um, Libra and Bloodstone. 
I am holding the nicest piece of Christ collar at the moment that I'm thinking, yeah, the Libra would like this. Mm. It's like the stone of the ancestors. Because mm. you can always use that um, ancestral wisdom to help bring you into balance. Something about jade as well. Mm. Jade feels really balanced to me. Yeah. Very balanced. There's that bloodstone Stick with it. um decisiveness. Mm. And any physical ailments. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, and this is not medical advice, but bloodstone will fix you. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Mm. Well, tis the season. To be <laughs> Not yet. Um, tis but not oh my God, season. everyone's already doing the Christmas calendars and everything. It's like, yeah, we're going to Guys, get... we're only first, second of October. Calm down. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Next up is spooky season, Scorpio season, Whoa. craziness. Scared. And we're excited. Um, maybe we'll do a seance or something mm-hmm. at some point. Mm. Get a book from Watkins that's behind the glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Solstice London to also check out a bit more information about Virgo and Libra season and any of the zodiac seasons. We have some astrological information among other things as well as crystals and such so you can also check out our pinterest board and spotify playlists that are in the theme of virgo season and libra season which is quite exciting we have all the seasons that we've done so far and we'll continue to do the rest and so you can just kind of generally get into the vibe if you're looking for libra season virgo season aesthetics if you're looking for just songs to listen to during those seasons or just to access those general vibrations mm. vibes <laughs> vibres yeah and you whatever. don't have to share yeah mm. and you can, you can let us know let us know um how that is thank you so much thanks guys thanks see you later see you later bye, bye.